This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the government loses a round in a battle with employees whose pay was delayed during last year's government shutdown. Despite supporting a raise for feds earlier this year, the White House has now gone another direction. And a whistleblower's claim about VA's electronic waitlist is corroborated. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A federal court has denied the government's request to dismiss a class action suit over the partial government shutdown that ended in January of 2019. Judge Patricia Campbell-Smith of the U.S. Court of Federal Claims rejected the government's claim that it was prohibited from paying employees during the appropriation because of the Anti-Deficiency Act. She sets a deadline of January 29th for the government to respond to the suit, which seeks liquidated damages for the delayed payment of salaries. D.C. Attorney Heidi Barakowitz said she added more than 32,000 new plaintiffs yesterday. The White House says it supports a pay freeze for civilian federal employees next year. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. It's the first time the administration has expressed definitive support for a federal pay freeze. President Trump originally proposed a 1% pay raise for civilian employees back in February. But Senate Republicans, though, proposed a pay freeze for civilian employees as part of the appropriations bills they released last month. House and Senate leadership are now negotiating the details for a broader catch-all spending package. Current government funding expires next Friday. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. The inspector general at the Veterans Affairs Department found some truth to the complaints a whistleblower made last year about VA's electronic wait lists. The whistleblower says VA's wait list did not include patients who had been waiting two years or longer for an appointment. There were also some discrepancies in the number of entries on VA's public wait time website and its internal sites, but the IG says VA reviewed these sites last summer, cleared up some discrepancies, and removed some patients from the wait list. Another senior defense official has been forced out of the Pentagon. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Christopher Mayer, the civilian who's led the DOD office in charge of countering the Islamic State for almost three years, is the latest official to be terminated in the waning days of the Trump administration. In a statement to the Associated Press, the Pentagon gave no reason for his departure. The department says its counter-IS functions will be absorbed into other elements of the Pentagon bureaucracy that are now led by officials President Trump appointed after he fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper last month. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is awarding $50 million to universities for research equipment. The grants will be provided to 85 institutions in 33 states in 2021 as part of the Defense University Research Instrumentation Program. DOD says the effort enables schools to perform state-of-the-art studies that boost the U.S. technological edge and ensure the future science workforce remains unparalleled. The Pentagon received 742 requests for funding from the program. DOD sheds a little more light on why it continues to pursue its Jedi Cloud program. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. DOD Chief Information Officer Dana Deasy says the requirements under the controversial Jedi Cloud program remain valid, despite the contract being tied up in litigation for almost two years. In a letter to Senator Charles Grasserly, Deasy says the contract requires commercial parity with the vendor's public offerings to ensure DOD has full access to the latest innovations at equivalent costs. 
The question about whether Jedi's requirements remain valid was one of 17 Grassley asked after he received a briefing from DoD on Jedi in October. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Air Force was hurting for people just a few years ago. Now the tide has turned. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Air Force has been reliably providing bonuses to airmen who continue to work in in-demand jobs. Some of those careers might not be as lucrative in the coming year, though. The Air Force's personnel chief says the service is closing the gap on certain career shortages and even has about 900 more airmen than it expected at the end of 2020. That means the Air Force probably won't be sending out as many retention bonuses in the future. It's likely that many airmen are staying in the military since COVID-19 has upended the job market. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration is helping agencies make the switch to unattended bots. The soon-to-be-released Digital Worker Handbook outlines how agencies should assess the level of risk associated with bots and generally assigns a higher level of risk to unattended bots. The handbook recommends agencies routinely conduct reviews to determine whether a bot has the privileges it needs to complete its tasks, but none beyond that. House Democrats and the Trump administration are calling on congressional leaders to give the IRS additional funding. Federal News Network's Joy Heckman has more. 25 lawmakers are asking House and Senate leadership to push for more than a $12 billion IRS budget for the rest of fiscal 2021. That's about half a billion dollars more than what the Senate Appropriations Committee has approved so far. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is asking for additional IRS funding so the agency can stand up more digital services under the Taxpayer First Act. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. And the Trump administration makes one last plea to lawmakers to fully fund several of its key technology initiatives. In a letter to Senate appropriators, OMB asks for the Senate to allocate the White House's full request of $150 million for the Technology Modernization Fund, $20 million for the new pay shared services effort, and $5 million for the Energy Department's Artificial Intelligence and Technology Office. The Senate did approve the National Archives its full request of $9 million to help agencies move to electronic records and supported the Treasury Department's financial management shared services effort. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.